0: Previously, on Role Gay Roleplay, that was Shania Twain.
1: The question is, was anyone listening to Rory?
0: <laughs> oh shit, are you serious? No!
2: He ate some sourdough.
0: I stopped taking notes
3: after we hit Texas Hold'em.
2: <laughs> the fairy godmother is expecting us.
4: So I say, fairy godmother, it is I, Cleor, your biggest fan, and I am here to tell you that I am
1: here... Cleo, you look up at the door and you see it swing open. A hand pops out and slaps something on the door, and the door shuts again. What does it say? Instead of "invite only," the new sign says, "Bring your invite."
4: Or thank you. Or, well, we need an invitation. Thank you. Or give it to us now. Post haste. I th-
1: I thought you could make the invitations. No. How would we make? How would we be able to make the invitations? Aren't,
4: aren't you touched by her, the fairy godmother? I fucking grow this flower and this flower in my hair. Yes. Cleo shoves the flower back into his hand, pulls his cape over his body, falls over, and takes a fucking nap.
3: Nice! <laughs>
1: Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, and I finally did my 2021 taxes.
3: Oh. Nice. No. Hi, my name's Katie, and I totally forgot what order we go in. (laughs) (laughs) And I play Cherry Chapo.
2: Hi, my name's Brandon. (laughs) I play Humphrey Evan After, and I recently bit my lip, and it turned into a cold sore, so I don't know what that means. Rip. Oh.
0: I'm Tisha. I play Edith. Wins thereafter, and that really sucks, Brandon. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, it hurts.
0: You kiss your anime pillow with that mouth.
2: (laughs) Maybe that's how I got it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh God! On your anime pillow.
2: Oh God. Hi, I'm
4: Amanda Bynes, and you haven't heard from me in a while because, actually, I am currently in a coffin to be resurrected as the next Dracula.
2: So (laughs) there's. I mean, you look like it, bitch.
4: (laughs) Drag me, bitch. Drag me.
3: She's so hot. (laughs) No, she's not. Uh, She she really was when I was little. She really was. was, Yeah, I had a huge crush on her. Absolutely. I was just like, wow, I really want her to be friends with me. Um, Speaking of celebrity, if you had one hour and $10,000 to spend, where would you go? You can get a cute little face tattoo like Amanda Bynes did.
4: So yeah, I immediately was just like, well, I would go somewhere that like has everything, all in one. So I would definitely choose Target. Nice. Oh, you know, I mean, it, it has electronics, it has clothing. Actually, really cute clothing right now too. Like, go Target. Good for you, girl. Mm-hmm. Face, face, beauty. Every like, it has everything. So I would just yeah. go to Target, and just drop every like.
3: That's like a new MacBook.
4: Yeah, you know? Like, yeah, okay. So, yeah, Target. Okay. No point for me.
3: Target Canada was a huge failure. (laughs) They were literally selling the shelves. This is off topic. But I remember going to the Target Canada, like, blowout sale. Like, we are closing. Everything must go. We are pulling out of Canada. They were literally selling the shelves. It was so funny.
4: Whoa. That's awful.
3: Ghost Town. I would pick, like, a pet store. (laughs) Uh, or, like, a tattoo. I never have enough money to get a tattoo because it's like I just spend it on my animals. So, yeah, I feel like a $10,000 is a good deposit on a sleeve. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's a lot of tattoos, it's a, That's lot a tattoos. whole lot of tattoos.
3: Yeah, pet combination pet store tattoo shop.
1: Mm, yes, I considered tattoos in mine, but like, mm-hmm. 10000 is so much for just tattoos, and I don't want to cover my entire body.
3: I mean, if you go to a really expensive, like, celebrity artist. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Right.
1: That's true. I completely forgot what I was saying because now Target's in my head. <laughs> I had a different one. But Target makes way more sense because it does have everything.
2: Oh, my God. Y'all are a bunch of fucking Target bootlickers. I would go to... <laughs> it's probably a terrible idea because I don't think they'd have anything of my size in the store, but probably like a Louboutin and a... Just fucking get my drip on. Get a couple full setups going.
1: I get that.
3: Yeah, that's like one thing from a Gucci store. like
2: Right. <laughs> Good luck finding a pair of shoes for under a couple grand. And-
1: that's what I would go to is a jewelry store for watches. I'd buy watches with 10 grand. Easy. Mm. I'd get one, maybe two. Yeah. Oh, I could get a couple tag whores with that. Oh.
0: I think that at this point in my life, I would go to... Something like a Home Depot where I can get new floors, furniture, hmm. outdoor patio stuff.
2: <laughs> That's great.
0: Yeah. I mean, I as much as I would really like to spend $10,000 on a new computer, I would feel so bad that I had the opportunity to, like... Get a tractor trailer. I, I don't think you can get a tractor trailer for $10,000. I need a new entertainment stand, too, and I'm sure they have them there. just build one. I could just build one. True. That's correct. I could totally do that because I'm gay and I can do everything. (laughs) Have you guys seen that utility
3: belt strap-on harness? Yes.
1: No. Sorry, what? Amazing. I am
3: taking photos and I'm sending it. Yep, yep, yep. A huge butch energy. This is just going to walk into the Home Depot like this.
2: More like Ho Depot. Hey.
0: It's incredible work. I would love to have that, though I don't know how practical it would be. Mm-hmm, but just mm-hmm. owning it would be mm-hmm. a
3: nice vegan leather. Wow. Right? Oh.
2: <laughs> okay, I like how some of the parts have other sex toys attached, but like then there's also an actual wrench right
3: yeah the tape measure <laughs>
1: There's like pliers involved the which there doesn't need to be
3: there could be some you know hardcore rigging involved
1: yeah maybe that uh, <laughs> ring in the center you have to like pull the rivets out with the wrench or pliers that's to
3: hold a strap on
1: yeah
2: you dumb slut I'm t-
1: fuck? <laughs> I know that I was saying to get it I'm trying to use the wrench in some way that's practical
2: <laughs> to pull <laughs> off the strap on <laughs> you're <a> terrible lesbian <laughs> <laughs> hang on let me get my wrench
3: <laughs> that's obviously sex electrical tape
2: sex electrical tape that's sex tape yes speaking of
4: sex electrical tape we have an electrifying episode to give to you right now Per.
0: speaking of strap on we got something to give you uh, nice
4: <laughs> I think mine was better
2: strap on more like Strap In for another rousing episode. <laughs> We're great.
1: We're good. Yeah. I still think this mine's is better. Amazing. Mix
0: them all together is do. the perfect transition.
1: A sex toy kind of does come into play because we did end it last time in Cream Cave. Oh, oh my god, we have a oh, fight. A banana. A
2: giant corn. Banana. A banana. Corn. <laughs> Whatever. They're
1: both yellow.
4: It, they're, they're both really phallic looking.
1: Yes. What happened is you went to the fairy godmother's house and tried to just enter, but Cleo realized that was not the best idea and was pulled back, and that's when you saw some movement in the woods and chased down a young man named Azazul, who is a deer folk. A fucking furry. (laughs) It was
2: Mr. Tumnus.
4: Mr. Tumnus!
1: Uh, he, he informed you that there were a couple miners from his home in Vermilion Ledge that never made it out of Cream Cave or out of the mine, and they needed your help. You could have entered through the city or through Cream Cave. You decided to enter Cream Cave. I usually do. I warned you that everything was sticky and that sometimes people get naked and do things in there. So.
3: Oh, my God. This is why I don't remember things. <laughs>
1: As we ended the episode, Humphrey had just slipped and fallen into a goopy mess that smelled of banana. And Cleo and Edith saw a bipedal banana uh, turn the corner. Its top is peeled, but the rest of its body still has the peel on. uh, And it has arms and legs made of metal and armor.
3: We're going to fight this banana.
1: Yeah. That is exactly what's happening. So we're starting the episode with rolling initiative.
0: Oh good. Oh
3: sexy.
1: Okay.
4: Well, let's roll initiative and I got a a dirty 20. Ooh. Yes, I'm the winner.
3: <laughs> I got a 13. Oh,
4: how impoverished of you. <laughs> the fuck is that? 16. Oh, oh my gosh. Alms for the poor. <laughs>
0: 6.
1: Okay, then, so the order is Cleo Humphrey Banana Edith Cherry.
3: I'm going to look up Armored Banana, see what comes up.
4: That's metagaming, you can't do that. That's
3: cheating. It's a
4: classic 5e monster.
3: Oh, it's a classic 5e? Okay, I was like, "Uh I'm going to get dick results. No, I didn't realize it was like a classic...
4: Oh, no. Brand- no, giant
2: banana monsters are not. No. It was a joke. Brandon was lying, yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Sometimes on this comedy podcast.
1: I don't know what's
3: saying. in 5E. They put weird shit in there all the time.
1: Yeah, I've taken a banana monster that is on Pinterest, and I've modified it to my liking.
4: Okay, bitch, not you creating a board for the things that are going to kill us.
1: Mm-hmm. I love oh, this. I'm ready.
4: And it's, like, right next to, like, the chicory coffee.
2: It's 5e monsters and also wedding dresses. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I'm Cleo, you're going to be up first. The banana has just turned the corner and is about 40 feet away from you.
4: Okay, great. I am going to back, uh, back up uh, 30 feet. Okay. And I am going to shoot this banana directly in its head with my Flora and Prada.
1: Okay.
4: And I rolled a 22.
1: That does hit.
4: Great. Yeah, so I'm doing Vicious uh, Zephyr Strike as well. Okay. So it's going to be six points of damage plus another D8, which is two more points of damage. And then I also have uh what is it called something strikes we haven't fought in a while y'all dreadful strikes which is another d6 and that is one point of damage so uh, what is that nine nine points of damage all that just to do fucking nine points of damage fuck this game
1: (laughs) all right you hit it with an arrow and a little banana disappears from its face and then comes back up it just kind of looks like it formed itself back together
3: regenerating banana.
4: I look at everyone and I say It seems that this one Is uh, Capable of regenerating itself So I think that we need to um, Figure out its Weakness And then I end my turn
1: Okay uh, Then the banana is going to take one of its legendary actions Oh we're in its uh, fucking lair fuck? aren't we Oh yeah you yeah. are
3: Weird banana cave
2: but layer actions are only for, like, legendary creatures, so this thing has been around for the dawn of time. <laughs> banana man. How
3: has the banana survived this, this long?
2: Right, this is like an ancient. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ancient bit of fructin, yeah. So the banana is going to take its legendary action to open up its bottom peel. Oh, well, this uh, is a Flasher, gorgeous.
3: there's a child present.
1: Uh, yeah, this is called the Plantanus. Ah. Thank you, thank you. It's the only reason we had this fight. <gasps> it opens up its plantainus and shoots banana cream at Cleo. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw.
4: Um, How far does this banana cream shoot?
2: Depends on how much he likes you.
4: I am 70 feet away.
1: Okay, then not Cleo.
4: Like, hello? You better attack one of these other heifers. Humphrey's literally on the floor.
2: Yeah, that's why I'm uh,
1: not going to attack him. So, Edith.
0: <laughs> that's fine. I am... Within forty feet of this banana, and you are the apparently. tank of
1: this party. So yes, dexterity saving throw, please.
0: I got a natural twenty. <gasps> nice. All right,
1: you see the banana cream coming, and dodge just out of the way.
4: Since it's a natural twenty, if you don't mind, Tisha, can you explain like how you finessed out of this uh, banana cream? Like give us the pizzazz.
0: Yes, imagine it slow mo squirting out of the banana. You see Edith's face crunch into this nasty what the fuck is that I never want to <laughs> see that in my life uh, as she says ew gross because that's the name of the original banana and she just turns her body nine, uh, 90 degrees and it flies straight past her
4: yes very nice <laughs> not too slow it down time <laughs>
0: Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I did not give consent to be covered in that cream. <laughs>
2: <sighs> uh okay. Humphrey is going to stand up and use a free action to kind of like brush the cream off of themselves mm. and summon their packed weapon.
3: Don't you have a weapon that doesn't use your cookie powers anymore?
4: Like literally you have that whole whisk.
2: I don't think I'm attuned to it yet.
4: No, you haven't rested yet. Oh, girl.
2: I mean, I could just use a crossbow, I guess, but that seems kind of. Eh.
4: You kind of stepping in on my territory, hello?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you want to be in range of whatever the fuck just happened?
2: <laughs> okay, okay, so Humphrey pulls out a crossbow and says, uh, I'm, I'm gonna give you a shot from Flower and Prado. And oh, wow. fires across the bolt.
4: I hate you. I do love that you made a knockoff version of my weapon.
2: Twenty-one. Yes, that hits. For eight damage.
4: Okay. And you do more damage with your weapon than me. Okay. I hate you.
2: <laughs> Humphrey also grabs like a ham. Hand- you remember Forever Ago when we were in um God, what are people's names? Cherry's grandmother's Village, when I was like eating flowers, Mm -hmm. I grabbed a bunch of those and put in my pocket too. So after I fire the crossbow bolt, I like toss some flowers in the air.
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) Incredible! That ender turn? Yeah. Okay. It is the banana's turn again. Yeah, that was its legendary action. It can interrupt. Oh, I got you. So this is its actual turn, and it's going to it's going to rush you guys. So it's going to run up thirty feet. I'm going... Actually, here's what it's going to do. Instead, it's going to banana slide, so it's going to jump up in the air and throw its legs up, and the peel hits the banana cream and shoots it forward.
3: Horrible.
2: I feel like you just casually said banana slide as if it's a thing.
1: Banana slide. When a banana moves on its turn in combat, it can double its speed until the end of its turn.
4: Disgusting. Horrifying, (laughs) actually.
3: You should be a xenobiologist, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, uh,
1: yeah, the banana jumps in the air and slides right in front of you, moves all 40 feet, and it hops up, and it's going to make an attack on Edith. It doesn't like that you dodged.
3: <laughs> Pervert.
1: So it's going to use its rapier and swing for an, oh, shoot, 17?
0: That misses.
1: Ow.
2: Was that the banana noise?
1: Yeah. Ow. All right. Well, it gets another attack with it. It's going to take another swing with its rapier here at you. And this time it is a 16 plus 9, 25 to hit. Shit.
0: That hits.
1: Yeah. This does 1d8 piercing plus 2d6 radiant damage. And that is 13 total, 4, 5, and 4.
0: Ugh, I always hated the strings on the bananas. It's gross.
4: Um, I just would like to, it does radiant damage. Yes. Is that radiant damage coming from the banana or from the weapon? From the weapon. Great. So I look at that. I notice that. And I say, I want that weapon. And that's all I say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. As soon as uh, this banana gets done attacking me with it, I'll I'll grab it for you, (laughs) Cleo.
4: Thank you. Uh,
1: Well, that does end the banana's turn. So, Edith, you're next.
0: Edith uh, uses a bonus action to cast spiritual weapon. Mm. So she creates a floating spectral peach right next to this banana. Oh
3: my god. Mm.
0: Cherry's an adult now and gets the innuendo.
2: Oh, dumb.
3: (laughs) Does it distract the banana
0: at all? I don't
1: want. Oh, I mean, in my head, it is already.
0: All right, and uh, we do a melee spell attack against the banana. All right, and that is 17 to hit.
1: That does not hit.
0: Shit. I'm sorry. That wasn't 17. That's 19. My spell attack is plus nine.
1: Then that does hit. Hell yeah. Yes. Beat his ass.
0: Did, did I say 17? I meant... I uh, meant <laughs> <right>? 21? to <laughs> that hit? Hmm.
2: So seven, six, eight, 18.
0: No, I just can't read my own numbers. I have a plus nine spell attack bonus. Because I leveled up. Ten damage.
1: Okay. it's the most done so far, I think.
0: And she is then going to try to hit this banana with her crook of because. Okay. 14 that time.
1: No, does not hit.
0: Just so you know, banana, everybody lacks peaches better than they lack bananas. It's just a superior fruit.
1: It doesn't respond, but it does acknowledge what you said. And that's her turn. Okay.
0: Cherry. Time to hit
3: things. Cherry is going to, like, kick herself a little just because she has to get enraged. and She hasn't been hit yet. And we got rid of my taser, so... (laughs) Rude. (laughs)
0: that's a bummer
3: okay so i'm gonna ready my reaction as well um so her spiny tail if it hits me um i can roll a d8 to apply it to my ac to try to block Mm. it so what i'm gonna do is i am going to rush up with my teeth and hands and i'm going to because it's nice and close right Mm, yeah yeah exactly and i'm going to use my infectious fury so what i do first bite Oh, that's a nat 20, so that's a 29 to hit. Oh yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah.
3: And I get a roll of that as a crit damage. Mm-hmm. So that's an 18. Okay. So when I hit a creature with my natural weapons when I am raging, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw. It has to beat a 15 or suffer one of the following effects. uh, 2d12 psychic damage.
1: Okay, wisdom. Saving throw. Mm. 15? It meets it. Meets it, beats it, yeah.
3: So, even if I don't hit it, it still uses a charge, right?
1: Yes. 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 Okay. But it's still the first 18 damage, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. And I actually get two attacks, so I'm going to bite again.
1: You got it. Let's go.
3: Please, natural 28 again.
1: Mm.
3: <laughs> 24?
1: You know. 24 hits. In the realm. Nice.
3: So we Google <laughs> if dogs are allergic to bananas?
4: You're, 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 a, you're a fairy, you're a fairy dog werewolf. Fairy dog. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I don't think it counts.
3: <laughs> you need to, to, to attack a chocolate dragon. Dog <laughs> oh, Um. So that's 11 damage.
1: Okay. Ow, nice hits. Thank you. Bites. Nice bites. Okay. That yeah, was
3: 18 and 11.
1: That The end of your turn then?
3: Uh, yes. I can't do anything else.
1: Okay. The banana's going to take a legendary action and attack you with its rapier. Because that okay. hurt. hmm And, oof. Damn it. Two plus nine, uh, eleven to hit.
3: That does not hit.
1: No, no, no. All right, well.
3: Cherry's tail just, like, and, like, the blades on braided into her wolf tail. Just, like, cut whatever the fuck it was trying to get.
1: Yeah, the banana ends up slamming its rapier into the ground because of it, and then tries to stagger back to its stance. And with that, Cleo, you're up.
4: Okay, great. So Cleo is going to once again use his flora and prada. So I back away another 30 feet, because I don't want this thing to touch me. I get that. You know, like, gross. And so, yeah, I back away, and I'm going to shoot my Florin Prada so you see pretty pink arrows and that is 18 plus 8 which is 26 yep and that is 9 points of damage and then okay. Zephyr Strike fucking 1 alright and then the whatchamacallit uh, I have a uh, Dreadful Strikes which is another 4 points of damage so 14 points of damage Okay, and then I forgot that I can literally just attack again Oh, jeez. Uh, that's 14.
1: No. Nara. Okay. no So, no. <laughs> uh, all right.
4: Yeah. So, I, I shoot it, and I think I hit, like, it bounces off its, like, metal arm or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah. It pulls its shield up just in time.
4: <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, that's what Cleo said. Very out of character.
1: You know. You ever get so mad you just change accents?
3: <laughs> this thing is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry's going to growl. Should we, like, set it on fire or something? Like.
4: <laughs> y- yeah, magic users. I mean, yes, magic people, if you could, please. It doesn't seem to be affected, uh, affected by our physical attacks.
2: Oh, I was just told not to use magic. Well. um,
0: Edith, <clears throat> My magic is kind of, you know, more on the protective side, but I'll see what I can do, I suppose.
1: Well, it was going to be your turn, Humphrey. However, the banana is going to take its other legendary action.
0: Before before that <laughs> yeah. happens, before that happens, Edith is going to respond to uh, Cleo and say, "Get over here and maybe I can uh help you with your weapon or something."
4: Okay. Or uh, uh, and I I do so a double take at the banana and I say, "Okay.
0: Do you move closer the... to me?"
4: Um, I yeah, I do a Um, a cartwheel into a, uh, twisting, uh, axle, double layout, turn, twist.
1: Roll, roll, Uh,
4: whatever they did on Bring It On to prove that she was good at tumbling.
1: Roll, roll (laughs) acrobatics for me. (laughs) Uh, 19. Wow, somehow the creamy texture of the cave does not stop your flipping power.
4: Yeah, I land, I land on the toe of my heel gracefully mm.
1: and beautifully <laughs> <laughs> well done nice and i'm standing right behind edith then the banana will take its legendary action to swing at cherry again and this time i got a two again so never mind we're just wasting these legendary actions humphrey you're up
2: okay um humphrey's face kind of goes slack as well i guess i guess their whole head is gingerbread now right
1: yeah you've got an arm left
2: Humphrey, whose face is normally just a standard gingerbread face and not showing emotion, splits into this really wide grin as he goes, "Oh, you want some fucking magic damage? Here we go." Can I yell? Humphrey, nor
4: nor, don't use your magics. <laughs> we was sp- And 3
2: gumdrop buttons fly off of his oh, chest. Shit.
4: <laughs> You're down to like a pinky finger now. <laughs>
2: I'll be fine. We're going to the fair, God brother. What am I casting? Where's my okay? Eldritch blast. (laughs) So for three shots of Eldritch blast, nat twenty. Ooh, that's a thirty to hit. Damn.
4: That's a fat. Hello. Eat him. Woof.
2: Yeah. I don't know if that crits. I don't think spells crit. Uh uh.
3: Can I retcon something really fast?
2: Oh yeah, they do crit. Good. What's that?
3: Um, I have something called Brutal Critical, and I don't think it's automatically programmed into D&D Beyond, because a critical is normally just one extra dice, right? A Brutal Critical says that you get one extra weapon damage dice. Oh. It's like an extra one, so I think it's 3d8 plus 5. Damn, alright. Do you mind if I roll that again?
1: Yeah, yeah, go for it.
3: Okay, so it's just uh, another d8. It's always so confusing to try to figure out what exactly it assumes and is not applying. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So that's another eight damage. Okay. Damn. Yeah. That was the highest it could go.
1: And now I'm taking some gun drop damage.
3: hmm
2: Yeah.
1: And they do crit. So you better slay Humphrey.
2: 12? Is it? Yeah. That's crit damage. So that's two D10s. So 17 damage. Okay. For well, that's just one hit, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Is it seventeen each?
2: if we were saying that that's a roll for each of them, like they all it counts for all three, then yes, seventeen times three.
1: Damn, that's a good crit
2: then. So fifty-one damage total. Holy okay. shit! And then Humphrey's going to action surge to do it again, baby. <laughs> wow. <laughs> bop bop.
0: No, don't use magic. (laughs) It's a
2: 19, which I... Oh, that's not a crit unless I use my packed weapon, I don't think. No, I don't think so either.
1: But 19 hits still.
2: Your weapon attack score crit on 19 or 20. Damn. Okay.
1: Almost there,
4: bitch. I know that's right.
2: (laughs) I had to look for it because I was like, come on. Give this to me. For an extra... 24. 8 times 3? 24. 24 damage. 24, okay. So, 75 damage total.
1: Yikes! Okay, well, there is some banana cream now coming out of the banana's pieces that were blown off by your gumdrops.
2: Yeah, make like a yourself and split, bitch. I hate you. (laughs) Mmm.
1: Next up is the banana's turn, but before the banana goes, I, Chris the DM, am gonna take one of my legendary actions and take you over to the gay agenda. Welcome to the Gay Agenda. Of course, we start this middle part in our show by thanking our newest Patreon members. So thank you, Adam, our newest patron. Your dice should be on the way soon, and I hope you enjoy all of the polls, videos, extra episodes, everything we throw on our Patreon. If you'd like to check out our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. Support for Roll Gay Roleplay is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate hygiene bundle. Join over 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free shipping worldwide with the code PICKLES at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 10 million balls. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. Plus, the Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and has a 400K LED spotlight and because the trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. And if your shower is anything like mine, it is not as well lit when you're trying to trim down there, so the light really helps you see exactly what you're doing. There are few worse ways to start your day than by nicking your balls with the razor, so anything that can reduce the risk of grooming accidents, I'm all for it! Plus, the Performance Package has the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer, the Crop Preserver ball deodorant, the Crop Reviver ball toner, Manscaped even threw in two free gifts, a pair of boxers that are really comfortable, and the Shed travel bag to keep all your grooming supplies together. The Performance Package 4.0 will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, your balls will thank you. Mine did, and you know since I do voices, it was like, oh, thank you so much! And I was like, Oh, you're welcome, balls! Get 20% off and free shipping with the code PICKLES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code PICKLES. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Speaking of pickles, we have a banana fight to get back to. It's banana Mania. The banana is going to... Banana does not feel good right now. The banana is going to hop up into the air and banana slide its way over right in front of Humphrey. Because that all really fucking hurt. And then it's going to make three weapon attacks on you. Damn. (laughs) That's fair. First one is a 19 to hit. Yeah. Second one is a natural one. And Um, then another 19. So I got two out of the three. uh,
2: I think... They, they happen one after the other, right? Like it's a full attack and then you take another attack? Yes. After the first hit, I'm going to use Misty Escape. Son of a bitch. So if I take damage, I can use my reaction to turn invisible and teleport up to 60 feet away.
4: <laughs> Not you saying bye, bitch. <laughs>
1: okay. So then I will just roll the first attack, which is 12 damage.
4: Humphrey said oh I'm good that's fine bye
1: and then it makes sense why the second one was a natural one because Humphrey just dipped out of the way
2: <laughs> right Right? you whacked me and it was like a, hey I'm teleporting here, and then here.
0: <laughs>
2: incredible okay that's gonna
1: end the banana's turn then
0: he can't use those other attacks on someone else don't say
4: that. Why,
1: why? I guess I could use the third Tisha. one, the second one I missed, <laughs> oh, though. So what now, now I'm going to use one on Edith. There it is. Thank you. Oh. Oh, it was a natural one again. Fuck this dice. I'm getting a different one.
3: I love using digital dice.
1: Nope. Well, it was a natural one, so we're good. Uh, so, Edith, it is your turn, then. And this banana is, is creaming from all of its holes. Bad. Sorry.
0: Edith, Edith turns around and touches Flora and Prada. And she says, I once knew a, a, a guy, a fella named Eve, and he taught me this fun trick. And now your bow is imbued with holy power. Until the spell ends, the weapon emits bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. In addition, weapon attacks made with it deal an extra 2d8 radiant damage on a hit.
4: Oh, a It is life. now a
0: magic It is now a magic weapon. As a bonus action on your turn, you can, oh, on my turn, I can dismiss the spell and cause the weapon to emit a burst of radiance. Each creature of your choice that you can see within 30 feet of you must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 48 radiant damage and is blinded for one minute. If they succeed, they take half as much damage and isn't blinded. And this lasts for up to an hour uh, with concentration.
1: Wow. I want
0: to kill it. All right, you you got this now, Cleo. Got it. And the peach penetrates the banana. <laughs> 21 to hit.
1: That does hit
2: in Fairy World. <laughs> peach <laughs> penetrates you.
0: 9 damage. Okay. She says, "All right, all right, Cleo. Uh make us some bananas foster. I'm hungry."
4: Okay.
1: The banana will then take its legendary action to open up its plantanus and shoot banana cream at Cleo. Hate it. I'm
4: behind Edith.
1: Yeah, I'm going to try and get both of you.
4: Okay, so it's a dexterity Bad. saving throw?
1: Yeah, I need Edith and Cleo to make dexterity saving throws. 22
4: for Cleo.
1: Eight. Okay. Cleo, Edith, I'm guessing just jumped in the way then to save you. As the banana cream shoots out of the plantainus, it covers Edith and slaps her to the ground. Edith, you are prone and cannot get up on your own. The banana cream is far too heavy.
0: Why is it heavy? And me here without my vanilla wafers. (sighs)
1: Uh, The banana will close its plantainus, and then, well, it would be Edith's turn, but you are stuck to the ground. Anything you can, no, Edith, you just went cherry. It is cherry's turn.
3: Okay, can Cherry do like a perception check or something to see if setting this thing on fire will actually be useful to anyone? Or is she just more use is she just more useful hitting things right now? Cause I think I can set it on fire but it requires me to not hit things. So it's one or the other.
1: Um why don't you do Man, what's a fruit check? Nature? Yeah, give me a nature check
3: fruit check okay is he you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a 21 I <laughs> <That> was good <laughs> you know
4: i i i immediately saw the bit wrist
0: <laughs> right
1: <laughs> he's a pan nana. Oh. oh yeah so cherry you know that bananas are one of the no bananas are the only fruit that contained radiation so the bananas do catch fire yes
3: Okay, but would that be useful in battle?
1: Do it. I, I think you also know that there's a lot of banana cream around you.
3: hmm
1: Oh. So you may just end up lighting the whole place, the whole place
3: up. on fire. And Edith yeah. is covered in banana cream, and I don't think that's a nice way to die. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be terrible. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm melting. Oh, what a world. <laughs>
3: Okay, so Cherry's just going to go and hit because that can be isolated to the banana itself. Um, So she's going to go in with her natural weapons again. And we're going to use my bite because it can potentially do the most damage. Okay. The first one's an 11.
1: No. 21? Hell yeah. That hits.
3: Perfect. Okay, so it's going to do 10 piercing damage. But what I'm also gonna do is I'm gonna use infectious fury again. So make a wisdom saving throw, please.
1: Okay. Sixteen.
3: That meets it again. This banana's so smart. Why is this banana so smart? <laughs> but
4: it can't smart respond banana. whenever we talk to it. Fucking I know. <laughs> stupid ass banana.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's just that's it. That's all she can do. Just hit those things twice. Okay.
1: Well, Cleo, you're next. Yay.
4: Cleo is going to, uh, you know, move away uh, 60 feet because of Zephyr Strike, um, which mm. gives me an additional 30 feet of movement. And I'm going to shoot it with my little Flora and Prada for a natural fucking 20.
1: Damn. Jeez. Dang.
4: So that's 2d8 plus 4. That's 14 uh points of damage. That's the crit. And then I get. Edith's additional 2d8 oh god awful numbers awful numbers three okay. um and then I get dreadful strikes which is another three so we're at 20 now 20 points of damage okay wow and finally a d8 for zephyr strike six 26 points of damage holy shit so yeah I just like um I don't know I now have a bandana uh over my uh afro and for some reason i have war paint on my face um, but it's pink and glittery war paint to make it incredible you know, yeah you know all of a sudden oh i, I quick change that's what i did i quick changed into rambo yeah. but like make it gay and <laughs> i just shot the fuck out of this banana um and then i'm gonna attack one more time because why not okay is, Ew! um that's 15
1: 15 does not hit.
4: So I quick changed into a fuzzy lumpkin and nothing happened.
3: Rip.
1: Humphrey, you're up.
4: I would also like to point out that we've done over 100 points of damage to this banana and it's still not dead. I know. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck, Christopher?
1: Uh, you've done 198 damage, exactly. Bitch. Damn. Okay. It's not dead, but it does not look good. Humphrey
2: becomes visible and is holding their hammer lollipop and goes, hey, I kind of forgot that I'm a bit of a tank here. Maybe I shouldn't have moved away. Suck it to me, big guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole action because I just need to summon my weapon.
1: Oh, gotcha. So that's it for you?
2: Yep. I'm trying to taunt and, like, draw aggro.
1: Gotcha. So you're walking up on it. Okay.
0: Can I get a wafer a help down here? Anybody? No. Okay. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I think uh, you
4: did. even though you're um you are currently encumbered, you could definitely still use your uh your voice to
1: cast more spells.
0: Can I, Chris? What's this look like? Did the it just not cover my nose and mouth?
1: Yeah, you can still breathe. So you can talk and communicate, but there's no hand gestures, no movement. So if you have a verbal spell, that's fine.
4: (laughs) Vox destruction. And then a (laughs) beam of light comes down and incinerates this banana.
2: (laughs) What's the cream taste like?
4: And that's where I quit.
0: It's like the fake banana taste. So Mm. the original banana before that, you know, whole... Thing happened with bananas, so it's like a laugh. but a daddy. little bit, a little bit chemically. So you can tell it's uh-huh. fake, processed.
2: Damn, right out of his bananasi.
0: Oh. right out of its banissi. They have not been eating pineapple. Oh, <laughs> it's
1: a banana. Great. Speaking of, it's Is the pineapple for your banissi.
4: I thought it was oh, okay. Sorry,
3: <laughs> I'm
4: sorry.
1: Our banana. It was way less horny than he was before, yeah.
3: so he was horny,
1: <laughs> but he was, just just so we know. yeah, yeah, we're going to go for Humphrey since Humphrey said to do so. Uh, and I'm going to swing with my rapier. I got a 16 for the first hit.
2: Nope
1: a 27 for the second hit,
2: bitch? Oh, just barely. <laughs>
1: And another twenty-seven. Okay, wait. Third. After that second
2: hit, <laughs> I uh, I use hellish rebuke as my reaction. Okay. So that's gonna be. I point my finger, and the creature that damaged me is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames, and you have to make a dex save. Okay. Of eighteen.
1: No, I did not. Get, I done a ten.
4: That's a high ass save. Damn. That is.
1: Um. Actually, what I'm going to do though is. I'm going to use my legendary resistance so once the banana fails a saving throw, it can choose to succeed instead. So I will succeed this one. Oh, you piece of shit. You... Okay. Look at me reading all the
2: rules.
3: I can choose to. You made that banana. <laughs> so instead banana. <laughs> of
2: 5d10... Wait, what level is this? Yeah, instead of 5d10 fire damage, you're taking half of that? 2d10? I'm okay. going to roll all 5
4: Yeah, just give them half. Yeah. But also, that's a dirty-ass spell.
0: Wow, 20. yeah.
2: So you're going to take 10 damage. So the banana will take its swing
1: at Humphrey. Do you still take damage when I do that? Yeah. Okay, so let me roll that real quick.
4: <laughs> Humphrey says, you bitch. <laughs> it burns that bitch alive.
1: Pretty decent roll. I got uh, 18 damage is what you take. Oh, wow. With the first hit. And then you light it on fire and it drops to the ground.
3: <laughs> nice.
1: Yeah, go, you can explain how this... I mean, it, it wouldn't necessarily light on fire. They will melt pretty easily.
2: Boom, roasted. Hey, <laughs> with sick burn. What, did we see that? <laughs> well, well done.
1: You've, you've beaten my banana. Ugh, wait, wait, no. I'm so sorry. No. Um, oh, no. That's a assault. Uh, that was bad. Uh, I didn't even mean that one. Well, we're out of combat, then. Let's say that.
4: Okay. Uh, Humphrey, you see an arrow, uh, f- uh, fly directly towards your chest and you get healed for three health.
2: Cool. Thanks. How much damage does it? Oh, no, no. It stabs into my chest, hurts for six, but heals for three. <laughs>
4: um, no, it didn't, it didn't hurt you. It just, uh, it, um, you know, it kind of like did what the bandit did. It just like melted into you and you have three points of health back. Thank
1: you. Ah, uh, bananas will light on fire in the microwave, not from flames. That's what I read. Oh. Can't Fun change fact. It now. Don't put bananas in your microwave. Uh, but yeah, you're out of combat. What would you... Oh, I forgot Azazel was there with you. He could have fought with you. I Great. immediately go over
4: to snatch that weapon. I want that. Ra- I want the holy damage rapier. Or radiant gotcha. damage.
1: Um, I believe it's in D&D Beyond. So it's a plus three magic rapier.
3: Oh, wow.
0: Yes.
2: Yep.
3: Can Cherry, like loot this banana? Or is yeah, that for what, sure. just the only thing?
2: Yeah. You're gonna reach up in there, Banusi.
3: Just gonna <laughs> dissociate for a little bit and get all in that banana cream. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Roll investigation for me.
3: Okay, one second. My D Beyond is being real fucky right now.
1: Poor Edith is just still stuck to the ground.
4: Is it the is it the holy Avenger rapier or just the plus three?
1: Just a plus three magic rapier, that's all it says.
4: So then, where the hell did you get this extra two d ten? Because that's what I'm here for. Uh, he's the I DM. can show you
1: what it says. Because
4: all I see is the I see the purple plus three rapier. Okay,
1: maybe it's not created in D and D Beyond. This is very homebrewed.
4: I also say, yeah, I see this Holy Avenger, which does an extra two d ten rad- radiant damage. and has a plus three bonus to attack.
0: As Cherry's digging through the mushy banana, and Cleo is looking at a shiny weapon. Edith Edith says Listen, y'all, I understand that you want to, you know, check out this thing that has creamed me to the ground and I can't get up. Uh but could you please give me a hand?
4: Oh, yeah. I um I uh do a a triple uh tuck. Uh back t- mm. a triple back tuck uh, over to um Edith and
2: i ex- Roll for it roll for it <laughs> uh 18 yeah. okay nice. and
4: i extend the hilt of the rapier to edith and uh i'm going to pull her out of the muck that she's in
0: okay thank you cleo i appreciate that Ugh. and she just spends the rest of the time wiping off banana cream from her clothing yeah her 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 nice tailored suit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's probably oh, no. all pretty destroyed. For the
2: record, Humphrey never looked up. They've been hitting this banana with their hammer the entire time.
0: <laughs> As Terry's trying to go. Um, yeah.
3: So I rolled a nat one, but I think I can use lucky. So when I roll mm-hmm. a one on an attack roll ability check or saving throw, I can reroll.
2: Yeah, Can I for give it. her the help action by, like, maybe me smashing this thing? dislodged something
1: sure i'm down for that too
3: so do i roll with advantage or
2: i think it's an advantage is it not yeah i think so
3: okay so i have to reroll and use so that's a 17 or a 12 so let's use the 17
1: okay that works nice as you're digging through it and humphrey is smashing it to bits uh laughing maniacally the whole time (laughs) Great. You see a shiny metal object appear in the mush of the banana as you pluck it out. Uh, It is a mesh metal tea strainer, It's a round ball with a chain on it and a little tag on the end. And the tag says the name Edith.
3: Oh, Cherry's a little uh, peeved that this thing that you found is for someone else. (laughs) But she is still gonna go over to Edith, who is still in goop. No, she's
1: swiping it off herself. Now. Okay.
3: Yeah. I'm so sorry your fancy suit's ruined, but at least you can have a tea party now. We found this in the banana goop. She's gonna shake it off sorry, a little what, bit away from Edith. What is what is that? I don't know. For like tea or something or something? It
0: it's got your name on it. She takes it, picks it up and looks at it. Can you um can she roll like insight or investigation
1: uh, actually roll religion for me
0: oh i got a gnat one can i help
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe maybe uh cherry just didn't wipe all the banana off so you can help then
0: yeah
3: and she still got her uh she still got her animal mouth she's just gonna stick it in her mouth and go <sniffs> with her big wolf tongue
2: oh we've already discussed <laughs> it doesn't taste good
3: she's gonna spit it out afterwards i don't know how dog taste buds work
2: I don't like that we just learned Cherry's a spitter. <laughs> well, okay. Uh,
1: so yeah, with, with Cherry cleaning it now, Edith, you can see a little bit more clearly that there is a familiar religious symbol uh, of your religion on this tea bag, on the tea strainer.
0: Oh, and- uh, this looks like it's from, the, from my religion.
1: I'm going to send you the name of it so that you can look it up and see all the fun you have with this new magic item. This is called Edith's Tea Strainer, and it is in D&D Beyond, but if you need me to send it to you, I can also do that, Tisha. I forgot you don't really use that. And this means that you've recovered three of the four magic items that I've left for you.
3: Right?
4: The other one's with the dragon. Mm Mm-hmm. You're welcome. So how are you going to bring that up one? uh, how you gonna bring that to us, uh, Christopher?
1: <laughs> Says there's not a plan in place.
0: <laughs> I just looked up Edith's tea strainer, and I don't see anything in magic items.
1: Well, the description is in Discord, and it's much more legible than what I gave Jonathan.
0: <laughs> parfait, banana parfait.
1: <laughs>
4: um. Oh, banana. Oh, parfait. this is beautiful. Well, I figured out how we can get to the dragon. <laughs>
0: Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) I will read it now. Oh. Edith's Tea Strainer, a metal mesh tea ball with a steel chain attached. A tag at the end of the chain reads, Edith, above a small religious symbol. For best flavor, fill the infuser just half full to allow the leaves to expand. Remove promptly once the tea has steeped to desired strength. Once attuned to a follower of Mitchellism, this strainer allows you to create a temporary sanctuary at any previously visited location. Use your action to place the strainer in your mug, and think of the location you wish to create a sanctuary. This sanctuary will be available as long as the strainer stays in the mug. The strainer can hold two charges that are regained with a long rest. You can use one charge to create the sanctuary, or you can use both charges at once to create and instantly teleport you and up to five willing creatures to the sanctuary. Nice.
3: Nice. Yes. It's like
0: a ring of teleportation with no rolling.
3: <laughs>
1: right. And fewer charges. But Yeah, you found your magic item, and now um, Azazel will come around the corner and just say, Oh, thanks for... I'm sorry, I ran... I didn't mean to, but I just, no, I wasn't going to fight. Fair okay. Uh, but that's probably what got the miners. Uh, and you can hear some faint calls for help deeper into the mine.
4: Uh, yeah. Um, Cleo immediately, like, books it uh, cl- to find out where the noises are coming from.
1: You turn the corner from where the banana came from. And as you walk further in, you see two men adhered to the wall with banana cream. Their hands and legs are completely covered. Uh their mouth is almost covered in cream. There's just barely a little tiny air hole.
4: I use my rapier and serving very much Zorro Fantasy. I Nice. Uh cut them out of the banana cream. Awesome. Um and then this is where I say uh, yes. And then uh as you know her, um, in true Zoro fashion, you say, oh, my hero. And so I I like, put my hand up to my ear and wait for them to say it. Uh,
1: <laughs> great. As uh, they're coughing out banana cream, they, uh, oh, my. Oh, it's you. Uh, we met at uh, Cobalt City. I'm uh, already forgot my name. Dickie Jensen. That's my name.
4: Oh, hello, Dickie. Well, we are here to save you from impending doom, and we did away with that nasty banana. Now you are free to explore and exploit this
1: cave. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. That was bad. I mean, I tried to fight that thing, but just didn't, didn't do much. I really appreciate you coming here. You're my hero. Is that what I'm supposed to say? You're my hero.
4: Um, with that, I'd make the sign of a Z with my rapier and then I sheath it uh, sheave it and I say "Will, yes uh, if you happen to uh, know um, where's the exit of this cave or like is there a different oh, yeah. exit basically uh,
1: yeah I'll take you back to town that's where I'd like to go anyway uh, And you're free to stay at my place or any of the houses really there's no there's no rules in this town it's, it's fucking great I'll show you come on
4: were there any other uh, exp- miners down here that we need to go save as well
1: just the two of us that I saw got caught. Most guys ran, so I think we're good. Uh, but if we see anyone else, we should probably grab them. Okay. I guess we can do a head count once we get out.
4: Sounds like a plan.
1: And Dickie Jensen will start to lead you out of the cave through to the next town, Vermilion Ledge. And we're going to pick up the next episode once we reach the town.
3: Nice. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well done. You beat my banana. No, I got to stop saying that. Yeah. You beat your banana. Got to stop. <laughs> Gotta stop. No, okay.
4: We (laughs) destroyed the banana being.
1: Yeah, pummeled my plantain. We really licked your banana.
4: (laughs) Yep, and that banana took it on the chin.
1: Oh, Oh. Well, join us next time for a maybe less sexually charged episode. Who knows? Sexually chaotic. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade.
0: I'm Tisha, you can find the podcast at rolegayroleplay.com.
2: I'm branded. You can find me in your thoughts whenever you beat your banana.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hi, my name is Katie
3: and you can find uh, me sometimes in the Discord server.
4: Um
2: and hey, I'm
4: Jonathan. I play Florus Spring and I just want to say thank you all. If you've made it this far, you're still listening to us, like thanks for being awesome.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. See you next week. Bye everyone.
3: Bye. 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 Bye
1: an RGRP LLC production music by Joe Barsanti